Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Friday night. Feel good football Friday on the fan and CBS Sports Network. It's Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Built Forward Talk Studio. Odyssey app as well. So if you want Boomer's picks, you don't have to wait until 9.45 this morning when we make our picks with Jerry and Yousef. He's sprinkling them in this morning. Hey, you just heard I picked the Vikings the Giants. That's right. But I, you know, I'll have to pick it a little bit differently when we pick a little, a little bit later on with the spread. Okay, that's right. I have a 27-24, that's, it's right on the nuts. So I don't, you know, I'm going to have to change that. Right, because that would be a push. But in your sports minutes, you were sprinkling in your picks. Yes. And we did just hear that uh, 27-24, as you mentioned, right. with the Minnesota Vikings. So interesting. You It'll believe. It's for the Giants. I think the Giants keep it close and keep it a good game. And I think it's going to be one of the best games of the weekend. I do, too, actually. I think it's going to be a very close game. Yeah, and, it's going to be fun. It's be, be great. You know, one fan base, for sure, is going to get their intestines ripped out. <laughs> Because that's what it works. Just so you know, I went in there, I talked to Al, I said, I just picked the Vikings, you know, and he's like, oh, okay. And I said, I, I don't know how, I know I know. next week is going one of two ways. Mm-hmm. One, you're going to come in here Monday and you're going to be miserable yeah. because you're going to be correct in your assessment that it's your fault that the Vikings mm-hmm. lost to yeah. the Giants because of the way that you've been covering the Giants. So we're going to have to go through a whole week of that. Mm-hmm. Or... If the Vikings win, you're going to tell us why they're going to lose in the next week. And we're going to have to deal with that. So either way, i got to deal with it. All right. (laughs) All right. So what I will tell you is if if they do win the Vikings and they end up having to play San Francisco, you're right. I will have little faith in them winning that game. You don't have any faith in them winning the game this weekend. That's right. But I'll tell you this much. You ready for this? Yeah. There's a scenario that I will present to you where I will be positive. You ready for it? If this happens. If, okay. if. If, 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 And this is why there's a lot of ifs and it's not going to happen. The Seahawks win. There you go. Yeah. So this is what I need. I need Vikings over the Giants, Seahawks over the Niners, Bucks over the Cowboys. If all that happens, yes. I am activated. I am in. <laughs> I'll ride the motorcycle like Ragnar does at the Viking game. <laughs> or used to before he got fired. Uh, I will do that. I will be fully in. You okay. I'll be, I'll be uh, blowing into that Gallahorn thing the entire <laughs> week. Trust me. All but right. I don't think that's going to happen. But I won't be as... I'll guarantee you I wouldn't be as negative as I was this week. Because it's the Giants and the Giants fans that have trashed the Giants and all that. I'll just be like... All right, you know that was that was whatever it was. It was a good win if it happens, but the Niners are better. But I'm not anticipating that at all. I'm just anticipating me coming in here going, "I told you so," and then all the Giant fans calling over, "How'd that feel? How'd that feel, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you purple loser, you purple sissy, <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Cousins, and then we think of Daniel Jones now." <laughs> 
That's what's going to happen. You know, I have to say that I, I was a little bit biased in making my pick this morning just simply because I just I just saw your face right there. And I was like, ah, I feel bad for my man. He's had a tough week. Yeah. I mean, you've had a really tough week. You've had an emotional week. I you've have. had a stressful week. No doubt. You've had some sadness in your life with the loss of your bulldog uh, yes. earlier in the week uh, yeah. on Saturday, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, I'm just... You know, I'm just I'm I'm kind of rooting for you now. You know, I feel like I, I got to support you. Oh, thank you, and that does mean a lot to me, and I do appreciate. It. I heard Eric and Ron Konkama, who was a loyal overnight caller, say the same thing, and he's a Jets fan. He goes, "Man, I just I need to see that team win for him. I need to see that's some, what we all need. We need some happiness brought into his life. Those of us in your life, yeah." You know, not the not the general fan out there that's listening or any of that stuff, but those of us who know you, yeah, and know how like you're taking this and how like just how you're lashing out. Like you've been lashing out a lot this week. I will. I'm not going to disagree. There's been a lot of lashing out. Been, been, you've, been, you've been lashing out like left and right. I've been edgy. There's no doubt about it. I've been uh, I've been volatile. I've been kind of walking on eggshells around here to, be t- to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Oh man, do I need a good weekend? Well, the other, well, you know what? Here, but look, this was yesterday. This was this was me doing the dance. I mean, what is that all about? I mean, like this is like all these crazy things that were going on this week. Yeah, I know. But I was happy doing that dance yesterday, the big belly dance. I was, I was thrilled. I was thrilled doing that. You know how, like, when CBS uh, Sports Network does, <laughs> does the whole weekend review thing? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, this week has been crazy. I mean, you've been all over the place. I have been. No, I, I, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like sit here, like you know, keep a steady hand. I know. I'm keep sorry. Us moving forward. I apologize. You know, no, I know. there's nothing to apologize I mean, for I'm, you. I'm, I'm throwing you all over the place. I'm putting you in bad spots. I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> I've been spent 20 hours basically. Yeah. Of just, we've been all over the place the whole week. <laughs> we got the picks jockey on. <laughs> we got the belly dancing. We got the fights with the other radio stations. We got the fights with our own radio stations. Right. You make exactly. a lot of errors, man. Uh, right. Yeah, you, you have been like, you have been like that frother I have. You've been mixing it up. <laughs> what you've been doing. Yep. I am the personification of a milk frother this week. Uh, all right. A couple of injury things, I believe, of note. So, <laughs> remember when I told you about that that poor SOB, that third-string center who had to get thrust into the game up at Lambeau, the Vikings-Packers game up and at they Lambeau? Got, and they got drilled, yes. Yeah, and then Kirk Cousins is sitting there going, <laughs> the ball! He's just sitting there with the ball in his hand. Well, uh, well, maybe he forgot that he was the center. Maybe, but he was. he had a rough night. Now, he ended up working through practice and then played in that Bears game, and things were a little bit better with the communication fine. But... You don't want that guy playing in this game, and it doesn't appear, as we sit here today, that he will. And the Vikings starting center, who was a very, very good player, Garrett Bradbury, should be back because he went through a full practice yesterday. Now, he's been out for several weeks because of a back injury, was about to come back, got into a car accident, re-aggravated the back injury. So, I guess I'm asking you, because you're the only one that I know who's been in this situation, if you're behind center... And you know that guy's the best center you have on the team, but he hasn't played in a number of weeks, and he's got that back injury. I mean, are you thinking you're going to be getting the best out of him, or are you going to be a little bit uh, worried about it? I'd be worried about whether or not I'm going to get all of him 
throughout the entire game. I, you know, is he going to make it throughout the entire game? He's got to go against Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams in there. Yeah, you know, that's not a nice place in there. No, that, that's a car accident that's happening on every play. Sure, to put it bluntly. And, you know, you're coming off a back injury. I would like to think that, you know, he's not putting himself at risk. And I don't know what the back, was it a pulled muscle? Was it a disc? Do you have any idea what it was? No, I just said back. Maybe it's just a pulled muscle or something, and maybe it's kind of calmed down. Uh, but I, I, you never know whether or not a guy can make it through an entire game. You know, yeah, when was the last time he played? Man, I'd have to go back, give you the exact date, but it has been weeks. Like, I'm talking, right. like, probably, my guess is going to be somewhere around Five or six weeks. Like watching Mike Williams, the wide receiver for the Chargers, come off the field last year with his back, uh, last week with his back injury. You know, I was thinking, man, there's no way he's going to play this week. And I, I don't know if he's going to play. I, I don't suspect that he, if he does play, he's going to be worried about his back. I don't think you could be a center with a back injury and go in there and be worrying about your back to be effective. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, it's just, it, it's. So while it looks good on paper, you know, in reality, there's going to be a question as to whether or not he can make it through the through the game, right? Which is which is going to be difficult. All right. So the last game, it was the Jet game. Last game we played was a Jet game on December fourth. All right. So six weeks. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So that's I mean, a long time. It, is, I, it I, is. You know, and you're also talking about football shape and. I often talk to you about the stresses of, you know, the mental stresses of not being out there and all that other stuff and worrying about your own body to protect yourself. So I would just say, you know what? Let's hope he makes it through the game for your sake. Yeah. And the other issue they have is their right tackle. They've gone through because Brian O'Neill was a captain for them. Got a partially torn Achilles up in Lambeau as well. So they're dealing with uh, that. And that's going to be tough. At least that's not the blind side where Christian Darasaw is uh, for them. But... Uh, the Giants, in my opinion... Hey, number five, go get it. Yeah, seriously, Kayvon Thibodeau. If, if, in my opinion, the Giants will win this game with that defensive line and not even, like, sort of like the old Giants team, yeah. without even having to go to the Wink Martindale blitzes as much as he normally goes to. And he's going to send people all the time. But I think that they're going to have success without sending people, and that's going to create problems for the Vikings' it's offense. Just, you know, it's interesting. I could sit here and talk myself right into picking the Giants, too, because of that defensive line and because of the injuries you're talking about and because the Giants have one of the best running teams in football. Now, when you look at and you flip it over and you look at their defense, you know, their defense has given up a lot of yards on the ground. Their defense is not a top-five defense by any stretch. It's a bottom-third defense, as a matter of fact, the Giants mm-hmm. I'm talking about. And, you know, they've been doing a little bit of smoke and mirrors when you think about it. Rush yards allowed, they're 27th. Yards, rush yards per game, they're 27th. Points per game, they're 18th. That's not so bad. Um, their yards allowed. You know, if you give up a lot of yards and you're playing against one of the best offenses and you're playing them in their building. Right. Now, their defense, the Vikings, have been worse than that. I mean, they've been at the bottom 32nd, 31st, 30th when it comes to pass defense and also yards allowed as well. I mean, I think they're, they finished right in the bottom there as well with yards allowed. So that, that's a big problem. Now, you know, Ed Donatel's their defensive coordinator. He's a guy that I can't stand because I just don't think he's doing enough because I'm watching these these games every week and they're they're not sending people. Kevin O'Connell is complaining about the fact that they're not sending people and it's just 
It's just been an issue. So he has his press conference yesterday because the coordinators talk on Thursday, and he's spewing all this stuff out. Like, you know, now it's time for us to carry the torch because it hasn't been them, because it's the playoffs. The veterans have really taken over this week. I think you're going to like the way we play. Like, he's saying all these things and all this cocky and confident stuff about the defense. And let me tell you, if he's not right about that, He's not going to come back next year. This no. is like a this is a Mike LaFleur situation where the coordinator is, I mean, he is on the hot seat in a big way. Well, and, and the point being is that uh, if the Giants go in there and run it down their throat and control the football and muck it up, as they say, Coach yeah. Carroll loves to say that, muck it up, muck it up, get in <laughs> muck there. Muck it up. That's exactly right. Slow the game down. Don't let them, you know, get their momentum going. It's all those things are great in practice, and and you're trying to talk about those things happen. But when the game starts, that's a whole other situation because they'll have something to free Justin Jefferson. You know, they know that Wink Martindale is going to try to take him out of the game. Uh, I don't necessarily know that the Giants have anybody like Jair Alexander did when they went to go play them in Minnesota. That's I mean, right. in Green Bay, and then you know, remember they played Green Bay Week One, and he had a huge game. And then Jair Alexander came back, and he'd been waiting all year long for this particular game. And he shuts him down, essentially. And then he tells everybody, get your name out my mouth, <laughs> out your mouth, or whatever. Get my name out your mouth. Right. Uh, I mean, so he took that personally. So I don't necessarily know the Giants don't have a player like that and don't have that intensity uh, uh, of that rivalry. But they certainly have the confidence knowing that they went in there and they could have won the last game. That's what they got going for them. Right, absolutely. And and what I what scares me about the Giants when I'm thinking about them, like this this is the way that, that I see things going on offense for the Giants. It just drives me nuts. And I gave you a little bit of taste of this before. Like first down, Saquon gets six yards. All right, so now we're sitting there and it's second and four. Then second down, incomplete pass. All right, so we got third down and everybody gets up. And then skull, skull, skull. And then Daniel Jones drops back. There's a Darius Smith putting a little pressure on him, and then Daniel Jones escapes that, steps up, runs for the first down. And that's going to happen a lot, and that's going to drive me crazy. And the other thing that Daniel Jones has been doing great and did great in that first game against the Vikings is completing that third and nine in the middle of the field. Even when he's got a defender hanging over somebody, he's been really accurate, and he's made a lot of those throws. So, I mean, they got to get the Giants in, like, you know, third and really long to be able to stop them, I think, offensively throughout the day. Now, K.J. Osborne on the other side of the ball, I think, is going to have a big game this week because I think all the effort's going to go into Jefferson. I don't think Adam Thielen is the same player he was. And T.J. Hawkinson had that huge game against the Giants last time. I don't think Wig Martindale's going to let that happen again. So that, to me, leaves K.J. Osborne's going to have his opportunities. He had that humongous game against the Colts, if you remember. He went, he had 10 for 157 and a touchdown. Had a huge game against Chicago. Who cares? Week 18. Yeah, but, but, he did. but he's a big part of their offense. Right. And that's one of the reasons why they traded for him from Detroit. Now, he did not have a good game against the... He only had three catches for 17 yards against the Giants the first time. But I think he's going to get more opportunities. What happened to their other tight end? Is he back Irv yet? Smith? Yeah, no, Irv I mean, Smith, he's, he's been, not back. He's been practicing. He's been out there. But I just... They, they haven't given a go or a green light on him be interesting. yet. He had, the, he had the ankle? Yeah, he had the high ankle sprain that right. knocked him out. And for, that's why for they went and got Hawkinson, and Hawkinson has turned out to be a pretty good fit for them. Right, so I do, I do believe they've activated him off the IR, but I don't know if he's going to be active for Sunday yet. So that doesn't, you know, just because he's available there doesn't mean that he's not going to be an inactive. Yeah, but why would you remove anything that Hawkinson's doing? Because he's finally got a rhythm with Kirk Cousins. 
Yeah, I mean, unless they're both out there in the field together and they had these ideas when they brought Hawkinson in and now they can deploy that when they couldn't before because he was injured. Yeah, you know? and you know, the other thing, too, is, you know, these coaches at this point, it's very hard to just change things and do things. I mean, they may have some things in their pocket that they've hidden the last couple of weeks, but I, they're not going to change who they are or the, you know, the only thing that's going to change is if you call an extra blitz or two. Yeah. That, that may change and that comes directly from the coordinators. They're not putting in specialized new plays and playbook stuff. I mean, like they want guys playing. Fast and loose. Well, let me ask you, though. Like, So Kevin O'Connell, he even talked about this a little bit, about when Irv Smith was coming back. Like, he's an offensive guy, and he probably had thoughts like, Irv Smith's going to come back at some point, TJ Hawkins is going to be on this roster. Like, do you think that maybe they've been talking about that since that trade, and maybe they put in some stuff weeks ago for when, and maybe didn't use Irv Smith in practice, but another tight end, so the rest of the offense got used to it for this moment? I mean, if if he's out there on the field on Sunday, Irv Smith, because he is eligible now and he is active, if he's out there on the field, I'd be shocked if they didn't throw some passes to him. I really would believe. Again, the thing about that now is here's a guy that has not had any contact yeah. For about, what, 10 weeks? Yeah, week eight he was out. Yeah. Yes, it's about 10 weeks. Yeah. And he hasn't had any contact whatsoever. And you know, guys are going to be flying in there trying to grab the ball and knocking yeah. the ball out. That's right. the last thing you got to be thinking about is like, oh, my God, we're going to throw a guy out there that's probably not 100%, but you know, he hasn't had the ball and hasn't been tackled in 10 weeks. Crazy. I mean, I don't even know what that would be like. I mean, I know football players are football players, but, I mean, sometimes you do. Maybe you need a corner. Just hit them a bunch in pregame. Get it out That's why they say, like, you know, they like to play guys and like to keep them in their rhythm. Um, you know, and I do believe that. Like, when I saw Saquon and Daniel Jones not playing last week, that was the right thing to do. And a couple other guys that didn't play either. But it was almost like their mindset was like, this is our buy. You know, we've earned this. We mm-hmm. got the buy. And, you know, we were talking about it for about eight or nine weeks about how that game in Philadelphia was going to probably mean something for the Giants and not mean something for the Eagles. Right, and it was the opposite. And it was the opposite, and it turned out to be, I felt like it was the right thing. Like, I don't feel like they took anything away from Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley by not playing them. I agree, 100%. That was the right thing to do and get them ready to go and healthy because they were locked in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, Borgio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network on this feel-good football Friday ahead of Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. We'll have a big 9 o'clock hour. There's a man out there that might be able to make me feel better about the Minnesota Vikings. It's going to join us at 9 a.m. We'll have moment of the day. We will also have Yousef and Jerry in here for our wild card weekend picks. But right now, it's Jerry's update. What's happening, Jerry? Well, I look forward to 9 o'clock. I wonder who that could be. Mm-hmm. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And brought to you by Flag and Anthem. Real clothes for real life. Yeah, the super wild card weekend tomorrow, 4.30 or so. You got the Seahawks and the Niners, then you got the Chargers and Jaguars, and then it's on on Sunday. Can I ask you a question? Yes. You went out, did your cool games this morning, and I'm, I'm assuming they're all playoff games, so they're all cool games that is or in, no? That is incorrect. Oh, it's not? That is incorrect. Oh, okay. So who are the cool games then? Giants, Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks. That's it. And uh, what we say? Seattle. We gave a third one to Seattle, San Fran, if there's a full-on downpour. Correct. Miami's got no chance. Baltimore's got no chance. I don't think. Uh, so they're out. Okay. And then we're missing one other one. That's five. Chargers, Jaguars? Yeah. The problem, I, yes. So as I said to Al, I'm intrigued to watch it because it's the Jaguars. Huh. Okay. They're like, the, they're like the Texans. Not interested. What about that Jaguars run a few years ago with Blake Bortles and Jalen Ramsey and that team? Did you get into them at all? Nah, we like Jalen Ramsey because they're going to win this bitch, which they didn't. Yeah. Yes. But... Blake Bortles? I don't know, but I'm talking about, you know, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. We agree. That's why we said it was close. But at the end of the day, it's the Jaguars. We also felt like the Chargers this year lost buzz. Yes. For whatever reason. They had no no buzz. buzz. They had no buzz. The Chargers had no buzz this year. I would agree with that as well. No buzz. For a team that was supposed to, and they might, challenge for the Super Bowl, no buzz. Remember the whole Khalil Mack thing, Herbert another year, big favorites. No buzz. Not so much. Right. Remember the whole AFC West was going to be wild and the Broncos were terrible and the Chargers had no buzz. And the Raiders Raiders uh, turned out to be terrible. Well, they all, how many, the amazing thing about the Raiders, how many leads did they lose? Five or six. And And they're getting rid of their quarterback. They had double digit leads in games and lost and they're getting rid of their quarterback. Should have retained Rich Passaccio. Huh. That's right. What is uh, the pl- I mean, he didn't win, but he no, came but they close. Should, they could it's have. Right. Yeah, Josh McDaniels' uh, head coaching record is what? Not good. Not good at all. It's pretty lousy, actually. I mean, they had all those leads, and let's get rid of the quarterback. I think it. It's I think it's. I think they lost five double digit leads. I'm pretty sure. Five. That's I'm a sure lot. Derek had a hand in putting some of those numbers up first and foremost, and I'm sure he had a hand in maybe a turnover two or here or couldn't get a first down late in the game to ultimately seal the game. But still, I mean, think about their season and how maddening their fans must feel. Of course. And think about the one, right? It was the Raiders that won that game with the Patriots. Think about that. They got one back. God, that is true. But the they lateral. Were, but they yes. were the one team who lost to Jeff Saturday. That is true. In game number one. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Pretty funny. Uh, anyway, so you got the Giants and your Vikings coming up uh, tomorrow, uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, here's Barkley. It's the playoffs, but we're just playing another game. More attention, more eyes. But to me, I won't be nervous. Uh, we have, what I have. 
you know, just some, what I be hype. Yeah, I get hyped for every single game. But nerves, I wouldn't say that. Uh, for me, it's just another football game. Just go out there and play. Now, this I've got to play for you because Marco put it in the system. Marco Belletti. I'm going to say this. I'm not exactly 100% sure of the context. He put it in there, which tells me this was said yesterday. Now, this guy has a... Um, He's, he's gotten very used to saying some odd things. Talking about Colin Coward. Okay. I'm going to play this for you. It's 20 seconds. I think he's talking about Brian Dable. <laughs> You'd say it's pretty secure, right? Well, yeah, well, it's his first year. and he just <laughs> I mean, he's going to be the coach of the year. <laughs> okay. This was, I think, yesterday because Marco put it in overnight. So the Giants do not, they look at themselves as organizationally strong, historically relevant, traditional laden. They don't want to just be banging around and moving around. So I think they've made a decision upstairs. They've told Brian Dable, we're not getting rid of you. I think Dable getting into the playoffs secures two more years in the contract for Brian. <laughs> I wonder what Spike would say to him. <laughs> Holy hell. I want to talk about not paying attention. Did he That's know? your error. <laughs> I mean, did he not know that this was his first year, I guess? I don't, again, I'm I'm prefacing it by saying the whole context wow. of it. I, I, maybe he's trying to say with what they've done, he's good through next year, too. I don't know. But on the surface, I heard that five times. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? I don't know. So good to know Brian Dable will be here next year. <laughs> That's good. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, we talk about Seattle, San Francisco. Here's Kyle Shanahan. His team has, uh, they have really locked in ever since the regular season came to an end. They get the Seahawks tomorrow late afternoon. Right when we could tell the game was out of hand versus Arizona, I think everybody was like that. We're like, all right, finally, we made it. We took care of business. Um, we did as good as we can in the situation we had, and um, for the most part, we stayed pretty healthy doing this. Yes, so well, as healthy as they can be. They got Brock Purdy at quarterback, so health is not exactly the mark of their quarterback right now, but he's been really good, and he's going to get the start tomorrow against Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Play the game. What would, have, what would you have thought if I told you back in uh, August, September that Brock Purdy would be starting for the Niners against <laughs> Geno Smith and the Seahawks in the playoffs? <laughs> Right, Brock Purdy would be a nine and a half point favorite uh, in that game too. I mean, it's it's crazy, and the Giants being in the playoffs too. It's absolutely and the, the Jaguars. I mean, it's amazing. Every single year, there's a couple of these stories. Does Brock Purdy remind you of anybody in the past, like a good quarterback? Because I don't, nothing jumps to my mind. Being like, oh, that guy looks just like him, or. Like, oh, that guy reminds me of Farr. That guy reminds me it's of like Rodgers. Thin no. Eric Mangini. I was, uh, that, that's facial-wise. Facial. Yeah. I'm talking about the way he throws facial. and the way he plays, the way he moves around. I, I mean. You're talking about a facial. Yeah. That's what Boomer said, facial. Yeah. Right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what about how he throws the ball? Yeah, I know. I'm just yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, Boomer's out of Joe know. Montana. Joe Montana? Yeah. Wow. Lofty expectations. Really? That's, just... that's what it looks like to me, yeah. Wow. Cut that up and send it out there. Well, wait a minute. I said that's what he looks like. I didn't say that's who he is. Wow. I mean, like, you got to have a distinction between what I'm saying. You asked me, what do you think Homer he looks like? says, we're talking Purdy, the next Joe Montana. That's right, the okay. I didn't say that, but I just said he looks like it. He's smooth. He throws a very catchable ball. Doesn't look like he's all got that strong of an arm, but, you know, mm -hmm. strong enough to, to get it done. 
I think how that, accurate he is. That, but that's the headline that's going to capture everybody's attention. You read the article and there's some more context yeah. in there. But yes. it compares Purdy to Montana. Right. Yeah. Just like Colin Coward said that there's going to be a two-year extension for Brian, <laughs> Brian Table. Yeah, he's like, safe at the end of this year. I, I, I didn't expect you to ask me that question. I just saw a couple throws. I'm like, all right, in that uniform, the way he's throwing and the way he just moved to his right and threw that touchdown pass to George Kittle, that's Joe Montana. Okay. How's that? I like it. Um, Chargers, Jaguars, as we have discussed. Here's Doug Peterson. Playoffs, uh, we've been doing that if you weren't paying attention. I think the last month of our season has kind of prepared us for this because these were all like must-win games, right? Um, and no bigger than, than last weekend. When they actually had to win to win the division and get into the postseason. So they will host this game against the Chargers. Then Sunday night, you got the Ravens. And the Bengals, couple of things. Here's John Harbaugh. Now, I think this was before they declared, or Lamar Jackson basically declared himself out. He says, we're just going to go out with who we have. We're going to play with the guys we got out there, and we're excited about the guys. We have total confidence in everybody, you know, and we've got a really good team. We've got a really good team, and you go out there as a team, and you play it as a team, and you compete and fight as a team, and that's what we'll be doing. As a team. Here's Greg Roman. So how do you deal with this, not knowing exactly who you, I think it's going to be Huntley, but he's not even 100% certain. Uh, how do you deal with the prep going into this week? It's just something you deal with. You don't blink. You just keep going. You try to adjust as you go. You know, it's a very been a very fluid situation. Um, and it probably will be up until game time. But And I just saw the, uh, the post that Lamar Jackson put out there, too. I mean, really explaining what his issues are. So he's not playing. He's out. And the then, end, if I were one of his teammates, I'd I'd be like, eh, the end, I'm still hopeful we still have a chance. <laughs> like, that's a little like, I mean, I, I trusted my guys to get the job done. Might have been a little bit more of a rallying cry as opposed to, I'm still hopeful we still have a chance. So you're saying it's possible we could win <laughs> without me. Yeah, that's a rough one for let sure. Me, let me ask you this. Do you think that if the Ravens, at the beginning of this week, called up Ben Roethlisberger and had him practice a full week this week that he could go out there and win this game against Cincinnati. No way. No way in hell. No way in hell? No way in hell. He knows the division. He knows the Bengals. He played against him twice last year. An interesting thought. I mean, one week of practice. No way in hell. No He's way. He's won playoff games no outdoors way. his entire career. No way. You know what the problem would be? What type of shape is he in? He looks okay. He looks about the same. I see he does a podcast oh, okay. and a video podcast, and I was watching it, and he looks about the same. He's going to be running the RPOs that uh, Lamar Jackson and I mean, obviously Tyler Huntley have to and Anthony things Brown up. are all running. But he'd have well, to change, change things up. Change, change some things change, up for the guy. Some things up. You've got to change yeah. some things up. Yeah. Right. Right. You guys are out of your minds. <laughs> Come up with these goofy things. It's I think that'd be awesome, and all the Steeler fans would lose their minds because they hate the Ravens. Oh, it'd be incredible. How about Joe Flacco to the, you know, let him go and play for them? <laughs> No, I'd rather have Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, you, if he went there and won, though, it'd be yeah, that would be incredible. Who would you rather have play a game tomorrow, Joe Flacco? Joe or... Flacco. Oh, stop! He's been he's been playing. Stop. He's been playing. That's yes. questionable. Playing. <laughs> he's been out there. He's been loitering. More like you guys. Come on, <laughs> be serious, will you, please? I am. Ben would Ben better be my choice. He didn't retire six years ago. Yeah, last he has year. A, come on, man. How many you yards did he throw for last you, this year? This is professional football. Are you out of your mind? I'm asking awesome. this, Gio. Would you want Ben Roethlisberger or Zach Wilson? Ben, one hundred percent in a game to win a game tomorrow. I mean, and he hasn't played or practiced or anything. I'm not talking about hey, who would you want to win a big game, Tom Brady or you know Joe Montana? It's not one of those questions. You're saying that you would want Ben Roethlisberger to get off of his couch, yeah, yeah, go to practice on Wednesday. You guys are athletes. When 
Like Drew Brees is another one. Yeah. Let me tell you. Are you guys last year? He had a winning record with them. He threw for thirty seven hundred yards. He had how many TDs? Twenty two touchdowns to ten interceptions. It's 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 the year before that the team got out to an eleven and zero start. If you don't remember that, ridiculous. Although I will say, listening to Steve Young and Roger Staubach on that Tom Brady podcast, that you know maybe they should call Steve Young up. Well, I don't think at this point, okay. but he was saying, yeah, he could have played oh five, six God. years like, You guys, I know you watch TV and uh, you watch football on TV and you love it and it's great. I, I watch Ben play for like And I love and I love the passion years. about the game, but, you know, I don't like to use, because it's, it's how you deliver it is really the key thing here. But, you know, I just have to say... <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to go down. That's right. like so stupid. I would ra- I'd rather that. have Ben, just personally. I mean, I know it would never happen, but I'd rather have him. <laughs> I, if you, all right, let's say, let's just God. say that he worked out. Let's say you put Zach Wilson out there and Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> in the beginning of the week, and both of them worked out. Do you think that there's any chance that John Harper would pick Ben Roethlisberger or Zach Wilson to play one game? No. Uh, outdoors against the Bengals? No. Nope. Who he's played his Man. entire career? I, I'm just In that building and he's I, had success? You come up with these hypotheticals that are impossible. Why are you taking Ben every time? You're riding with him, Super Bowl champion. Yes, you are. He Get just him out retired. there one more time. It wasn't five years ago. Last year he was playing through for 3,700 yards last you year. You told me that this were the Steelers and they were in a bind. Then I could say, yes, I would understand that. Okay. But you're asking me if Ben Roethlisberger would come off the couch and go play for the Ravens and John Harbaugh, which is ridiculous. I mean, how hard is it? And the fact you're even asking him to play is ridiculous first and foremost. You're not even playing like in front of the Baltimore fans. You'd be in Cincinnati as the enemy. You're used to that. He's used to that. Exactly. Just wearing purple and black. Right. Same old thing over and over again. You guys can continue this discussion after the show out of the bullpen. Sure, I'm sure a lot of guys would like to chime in on that. Celtics beat the Nets 109-98. Jason Tatum had 20, 16, and 10 assists for Marcus Smart. Mavericks over the Lakers in double overtime, 119-115. Ben Roethlisberger, 24-10 and in his career against the Bengals, by the way. Find me another guy. the Bengals. That's pretty good. 24-10? Trot his ass out there, man. Just draw (laughs) plays in the mud. Who cares? You go that way. You go that way. Block for me. I'm doing it. I'm going to beat him again. I'll be amazing. God, they should have thought of that. They should have thought of that. Would you be stunned if someone didn't float that idea? I think maybe mid-season they might have asked about it when when Lamar Jackson first went down. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. What, for Ben Roethlisberger to go to Baltimore? You out of your mind? Hell yeah. Somebody thought about it. Tonight, the Knicks are in Washington. (laughs) This is a weird one. The country of, not weird, it's terrible. The country of Turkey is offering $500,000 for information leading to the capture of Ennis Cantor Freedom. His name appears on the Turkish terrorist wanted list along with actual terrorists. Wow. Yeah, wow is right. Exactly. And so I guess he's thinking of suing the NBA for whatever. I didn't get that far down on the story. but And his kind of freedom is going to sue the NBA. I said thinking of. Thinking Why of. would he sue the NBA? As I just said, I only got three paragraphs in because I was right. blown away by this terrorist stuff. Yeah. 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 $500,000 for information leading to his arrest. Terrible. Rangers beat the Stars in overtime 2-1. Keander Miller ties it late with less than a second to go. Adam Fox, the game winner. And the Islanders lost again. Four in a row, five of six. Fall to the Wild 3-1. Devils in Anaheim tonight. 
It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So joining us at the top of the hour, the Vikings play-by-play man Paul Allen is going to join us. That's pretty good. And Paul also does a talk show on KFAN from 9 to noon, their time. And he's tremendous. And actually, I I caught a t-shirt that he threw in 2000 at Vikings training camp in Mankato. And he was throwing uh, K-Fan, PA, and Dubay shirts. That's what he was working with, this guy named Jeff Dubay. He was throwing the shirts, and I caught one of the shirts, and I had it for a very long time. So, like, he was part of my love of sports talk radio because I love WFAN. And I was like, wow, they do this out in Minnesota, too? And these guys talking about the Vikings? That's pretty cool. Um, so he's going to join us. But we were just listening to and I think Al can get it uh, queued up, just so people who may, might not be familiar uh, with his work. We're going to play a little bit of his play-by-play from the Bills game. Now, this went viral, got over 5 million views, and LeBron James actually <laughs> tweeted out that this man is a national treasure and tagged this video. So we'll play a couple of those highlights just for people who are not familiar what he sounds like and who he is. And he caught it at the Bills 40! What a grab! First and 10 Vikings from the 17. Here's Cousins with a pass over the middle. Caught by Jefferson at the three, and he paid for it. Fourth and goal from inside the one, trailing by four with 50 seconds to go. Cousins under center. Kirk sneaks, pushed by C.J. Ham, and no signal, no signal. Oh, he didn't make it. They said he didn't make it. They said he didn't make it. You lucky suckers. The ball is, I mean, right next to the goal strike. So Josh Allen needs to get this thing out somehow. Um, or yeah, well, if or they, take a safety. Even if they get a safety, there's still there's very little time left on the clock. But Yeah, but I mean, that would make it a field goal, you lose game. Yeah. With 40, no, I mean, Josh Allen, 6'5", 240. Watch this. First down from the goal strike for the Bills. Josh Allen puts Gabe Davis in motion. And Davis is behind Allen. And he tried to push him. He didn't get out of there. He didn't get out. He did not get out. That's a safety. Give it to us. Give us the safety. Look at what's taking so long. Oh, no. Came out. Are you kidding me? The Vikings are going to win. Are you kidding me? Yes, drop that ball, Josh Allen. The ball Holy cow. Oh, man, it's tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Drop that ball, Josh Allen. So then the visual of it, he's got the gray beard and the gray hair now, and he's so into it. So if there's anybody... Anybody in the world, there's not a single person on that team right now. I don't think there's a former Minnesota Viking that could call up and say anything to me. If there's anybody that makes me feel like the Giants are going to lose to the Vikings, it's going to be him. 
He's going to be the guy. So we'll give him a couple of minutes to give it a shot and see if he can turn me around. Well, I hope he can. I mean, it's been a long week. I just can't imagine that if they do win, and we got to go through this again next week. We, I told you we won't. All right. We won't. You promise? We won't. You I promise? T- you promise? I, I, I promise that because it'll be a different type of feeling. Like, I, like the feeling that I have now is that the Giants are going to beat the Vikings to make my life miserable because I sit here in this chair and I've trashed the Giants the entire week. Next week, if they somehow won, it'd be like, all right, whew, dodge the bullet there. Right Now I don't have to hear from Giants fans. And if they go to San Francisco and lose, San Francisco's the better team. Like, I have to tell you, you know, last night, I mean, Keandre Miller scores with .2 seconds on the clock. I get out of bed, I'm doing jumping jacks. Were you? Oh, yeah. I was like, this is unbelievable because it never happens. Yeah. And then, you know, Adam Fox has that great backhander and Panarin's got the base, you know, and Mika's stealing the puck and everything and they do it again. I get up and do more jumping jacks. <laughs> I'm like, so I know where you're at. So yep. either like Sunday at 7 o'clock or 7.15, whatever, whatever time it comes out, it's, you're either going to have your hands or your head in your hands or... Or you're going to be doing jumping jacks for the first time in 15 years. Well, no, you did them here last time. Last time uh, the Vikings were in the playoffs, they had that Minnesota miracle. I mean, think about, like, you know, so Paul Allen's been around for a long time. Yes. Yep. And he's seen a lot of games. Yeah. And just as I've been kind of talking about this week, the games that these teams or this team has played and won and just basically uh, made memories that last a lifetime. Yeah. He's been a part of those. He has been, right. But he has not been a part of calling a Super Bowl championship. And that's the thing that's left. Yeah, but the Minnesota, the, what do they call it? The Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have this game in Buffalo. Yeah. You have this comeback against Indianapolis. This is just all I could last five years. It has been, yeah. That's true. There's it's been incredible some... how lucky and how fortunate he is to be a part of those that is true. Memories. That is true. And we will uh, talk to him next. We'll talk some Giants, Vikings. That is the story of the day as the Giants are back in the playoffs wild card weekend. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.